Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to the brand new series of Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kiri Kermode. This weekend saw us down at a very busy Southern District Agricultural Show where we caught up with lots of the livestock exhibitors and many of the marquee and stallholders. And also we chatted to the people involved in making it such a success over the weekend plus the prize winners after the Grand Parade. Well, probably the worst weather they've seen for for a few years, Kerry, especially uh, disappointing to many people after the successful warm weather that we've had over the recent months. We've had a brilliant spell of weather, but the rain was gladly received, I imagine, by a lot of the farmers here. But what a shame it came on show weekend. But it didn't deter the visitors, though. There was plenty of people around and the livestock was absolute credit to the farmers. They were. They were looking very well. And, uh, of course, what was nice about it, the wind affected a few things, took a few marquees and uh, gazebos down. And just people rallied round in the main to to help them, people to sort of get organised or or back up and go home, which... uh, Maybe some of them had no choice in doing. But, uh... but that's it, the show committee there, they ran around with little mallets and strings and you know they really pulled together to help the exhibitors on the, uh, in the stall holding and the marquees try and nail them down or put a few extra battens. And give them their due, you know, many people did stay around for the afternoon and unfortunately a few did have to go home. But uh, on the whole, it was a great team effort by the Southern District Show Committee. Yeah, and um, well, you were along the stock lines uh, in a little bit, but uh, first of all, who did you catch up with first? Yes, I took a wander down the stock lines and I caught up with Paul Costain with his Highlanders and Derek Griffin with his Herefords. But first, I caught up with Rachel Ranson and Alan Tier to see how their Balakelly stall was going. Rachel, we've had a wonderful spell of weather and typical show day, it chucks it down. How has it been for you? I know you have livestock here, but how has it been for the, for the stands in particular? Um, stands, the hot food struggled this morning because when the wind and the rain came we were right in the middle of it the raw meat tent's doing really well because that's all undercover so everyone's gone to shelter so they're all looking and taking their time this is the first year we actually had everything here on the Thursday and we weren't up all night getting stuff ready Um, it's also the first year we've actually managed to bring horses, sheep to show and on the raw meat and on the hot food so I'd say we're slowly but surely learning how to do it. Livestock here today as well as all of this. Alan it must be very busy at the farm. It's very busy but there's always plenty of people helping us at the farm and especially when we come to the show too there's always plenty of people on hand. Big thanks to the stewards that if you're not there they'll have the lambs out and show them for you. (laughs) So a big thank you must go out to the Watterson family. This morning in the classes Alice showed her lamb very ably to receive the best overall short wool champion. She did. And what do you need to say to Kiri for lending you the top? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Did very well, didn't he? But Good what does job. it take to get livestock ready for a show like this? You, know, it, It's not for the faint-hearted. It's not. It can go one of two ways. A very good sheep will show itself, whether it's trimmed up or not. Luckily, ours came in untrimmed, and it, it's still done well. Well, it won, so I'm hoping that maybe for the Royal, if we can carry on the success, but then the further you climb up the ladder, the more people can see your backside. <laughs> but it might be worth putting the cardon bush over it, giving it a bit of a trim, and, yeah, we might set ourselves up for a fall, but we'll give it a go anyways, so. But you've always kept Suffolk at home, Alan. This is not something that is just, you know, come out for show day. It's been lots of years of breeding in them. Yeah, Suffolk's have been round for years and years at Balakelly. There was also Border Leicesters and Blue Leicesters too, but as fashion's changed, the Suffolk has stayed there along with the Texel and the Blue Leicester. So we'll just stick to them trends and keep on breeding them as we have done. 
Paul, it's been a while since you've been here competing at the Southern District Agricultural Show, but a great turnout with your Highland cattle this time. Yes, well, you can only do it with plenty of help, can't you, Kiryu? You know, you need the, the support behind you. This has been more stressful than going in the guild, actually. <laughs> Never. Yeah, yeah. And this is what you do every day of your life as well. Well, not showing cattle, no. It's the first in uh, 35 years, Kiri, mm. long before a lot of you were born. <laughs> so what made you choose the Highlander? We've got a bit of hill land and um, I figured the Highland cow for the hill would be a different tool to manage the hill for the environment. So we're just giving that a try really. And we've had three at the, the round table and there's been so much interest that the public, have, uh, public just adore them. So we thought we'd bring them down as a complimentary sort of part of the farm. But it is a great way to connect the farming with the public oh, to is. have an yeah. animal like this yeah. it's a yeah. real talking point yeah. but it's getting the, it's answering the questions where their beef comes from what farmers are doing day to day you know there can be a lot of bad, bad publicity some of the time about farming but this is a great way to interact and actually put across the real views yeah yeah they've tamed up quite well as well <laughs> considering they were only on the halter yesterday Derek a successful day here with the Herefords yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad day considering what the weather's like. It could have been a bit warmer. <laughs> What's it take to get cattle ready for a show, Derek? Patience. <laughs> yeah, patience and a bit of time and effort. And the genetics over the years, I suppose, it, it makes up the majority of the quality of the animal at the end of it. Yeah, it's so all you've got to have the genetics to start with in the first place and hopefully yeah. pick it and go on the right way. And you've been with the Herefords now a good number of years. You're no stranger to the show ring here and in the UK. <laughs> no, 1995 we bought the first one. So, uh, so it's a couple of years now. And what makes the Hereford special in your mind? But not only that, it's coming really popular again in the British breeds. Easy to work with, quiet temperament, good fertility. And you get a bit of beef at the end of it as well. So... Well, it is. It's noted for its quality of eating, and, and rightly so. Yeah, and they're easy doing. Yeah. You can sort of rougher ground and stuff, and they'll thrive on that. But not only that, the cost of feed now, is, it is very expensive, isn't it? If you can find it. <laughs> this year, it will be possibly a bit of a struggle towards the back end, I believe. I wouldn't like to think what's going to happen February time. It'll be a long year. Well, good luck today for the Thank Grand you. Parade, Derek. Thank you. That was Alan Tier and Rachel Ransom from Balakelly, Paul Costain with his Highland cattle from Morehouse Farm and Derek Griffin with his pedigree Herefords. I also popped along to the secretary's tent on the day to speak to Sarah Comish, a very busy lady putting everything together. Sarah, it's show day and there's been some build-up to the Southern District. How do you feel? <laughs> a bit windswept, actually. The weather hasn't been with us today, it has to be said, but we've kept going anyway. Um, all the exhibitors have been out there battling the elements. And there seems to be a good turnout of livestock in particular. There's a lot of exhibits in the, both the cattle and the sheep sections in particular. Yeah, we've had new exhibitors this year as well, which is, is great for us. And uh, despite the weather, mm -hmm. they have all been here and they have stuck it out. Brilliant. And here in the secretary's tent, we're all taking a bit of shelter. But <laughs> the array of trophies, the silverware that people come year on year to, to try and win, it's magnificent, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's lovely to have them all on display as well. Um, it, there are quite a few trophies. 
some of these trophies go back years and years and years and a lot of hard work's gone into preparing animals to you know to achieve them back then and then to be represented today you, you feel something really special when you receive a silver cup rosette with your with your best sheep or cow there's a lot of history with it isn't it I think that's what's very special about some of them is there's an awful lot of history on them. I mean, the rose bell itself was presented in 1920 by the farmers' markets. It'll be 100 years old in two years' time. Yeah. My word. <laughs> and how many hands and how many farmers' tables that's been on and, and sat about on the Sunday talking about the Saturday and all those feelings and the, yeah. the sense of achievement. I think there's a lot of pride in showing your start. You'll know it yourself, yeah. <laughs> no, we were all out for the rose bowl but it, like it does it as far as a farmer's point of view goes so much work goes into it and when you don't get into that grand parade you do feel a little bit sad but for everyone that wins it they're definitely a worthy winner oh yeah i mean i i i know personally how much work goes into getting animals ready for the show um and when you see them all out on parade they are magnificent they really are and the president i think they have the hardest job or maybe not the hardest job, but picking a judge for the Grand Parade. Yeah, I always say it's the one thing I know nothing about on the show field. I never know who the Supreme Judge is until the last minute. So it is the best kept secret then? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> That was Sarah Comish, the secretary of the show, talking about the wonderful Rose Bowl. And one of the contenders in for that was Claire Christian, and I caught up with her just before she headed to the main ring. Claire, another successful day here at the Southern Show with the heavies. Yes, we're very pleased to have won the championship again, and uh, my young handler has won the young handler's class. Oh, well, look at the magnificent beasts they are. And these are homebred, I, I believe, these yes, ones here today. Yes, they are. They're both homebred, and the uh, reserve champion was bread with us as well so that's very pleasing um yes it's uh, it's nice to have a, a stock that you've bred yourself doing well and the one in particular here he looks a lot more mature and what a robust animal do you get that feeling when you look at them you know you've, you've got a real one um she is very strongly built she's got a very nice pedigree though she's by um a stallion called um view home conqueror who was the son of Morstan Winnie, who won Shire, of, Shire Horse of the Year in the UK, I think about three times. So she's got good bloodlines. Absolutely. <laughs> and will you breed off her or, or will well, you...? Well, I'm sort of easing back a bit now. She has had a foal. She had a foal last year. I haven't covered her this year. She's been broken to ride. So I'll wait and see whether we've still got her next year and then I might think about uh, sending her away to get her covered. That was Claire Christian with the wonderful heavy horses who successfully came in third reserve. Mm. Well, I was along, went to some of the stalls and marquees, spoke to various people in different areas. First of all, though, I spoke farm machinery with John Collister from JDW Engineering. We found a bit of shelter in what looks like one of the latest New Holland tractors, John. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is the next generation of uh, New Holland. Just got it over here in time for the show kind of lucky to get it but this is the um, new dynamic command transmission which is uh, the step to the future they probably don't uh, generally change um, very much about these tractors uh, fundamental parts of them um, for a number of years and, and this is certainly uh, a welcome new um, innovation I innovation yeah. yeah I mean you don't see any gearboxes as such now we have to put a clutch down it has a clutch though 
Still got a clutch, but basically that's just so that um, it's familiarity more than anything. I think people know if you need to stop in a hurry, it's the first thing you dive to, to hit. But really, you can drive this tractor without that now. And, uh, you know, let's say for a job where you are stopping regularly, it's just like an automatic car. You can just put your foot on the brake and, and, and the transmission will stop. When you let go of the brake and, and away it goes again, it'll change its gears automatically. It's it's eight power shifts, which hasn't been uh, seen before. A um, lot of technology in it. But um, yeah, seems to be going well from what I'm hearing from other dealers who've had them longer than us. It's uh, it's good. Now, Isle of Man Farmers, I mean, when I was a kid, it was part and parcel of it, the reps coming round to the farms. I mean, you, you've still got a good standing in, and reputation in the world of the Isle of Man Farming world, haven't you? Hopefully, yes. Uh, we have restructured a little bit over the years because, I mean, obviously the bigger machinery things now we don't do, So, but our main... Um, strength as probably um, it's fertilizer, it's feed, um, chemicals, um, the spray side, um, grass seeds. We do agriculture in general this year has it, it has been difficult for everybody. It's come out of a very difficult winter. Um, feedstocks were pretty well used up, so farmers I think have been pushing the grass a bit more this year. Fertilizer sales, like I say, are very high. Seed sales are high, but unfortunately it hasn't really worked because of the dry spell. Yeah, it's nothing so, to, for, for it to sort of take off, yeah, has it? Really and uh, and you're situated well as well, just just out of Douglas out of the way, so plenty uh, of space to park. That's it, Alleman Farms, at the bottom of Richmond Hill. We have got a good range of things for people to call in to see, yes. Ah, Defer Minister Geoffrey Boots, uh, good afternoon to you. Not the best day for a show, but we're inside the uh, Isle of Man local produce tent. It's good to see it packed out, isn't it? It is indeed. Uh, it's a, an ill wind that blows no one any good, and it seems that everyone's making for the tents at the moment, or the tents that are still standing. Well, it's a fair-sized marquee, but it's packed with everyone who's so enthusiastic about uh, supporting Manx produce, isn't it? Absolutely, and uh, it seems to me that uh, uh, people can't get enough of local produce and this is a, a showcase event for that, as will be the Royal in a few weeks' time. And uh, it's good to see so many people uh, supporting and uh, buying and eating local produce. Yeah. I'm not going to get too far into it, but it's been a tough old few months for the Isle of Man uh, agricultural industry in particular, hasn't it? Well, it's not been good news. I mean, we had a cold, late spring and uh, that set things back and then almost as soon as things started to grow well we ended up with a drought and uh, a really unprecedented drought this year which has broken sadly <laughs> just today, <laughs> today but uh, it, it's a bit too late uh, to do a lot of good for some of the spring crops and also fodder there are going to be problems coming uh, down the line in the autumn and winter when it comes to feeding and bedding forage etc for, for animals and uh, from a department perspective we're looking very carefully at where we're going in that respect. Well let's head over to the Department of Enterprise now, Steve and Gemma are here. You're here at the Southern Show, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what the Department of Enterprise does. This particular part is um, here to uh, show people what kind of support we can offer to uh, help start-up businesses and uh, also help uh, businesses grow. We've received quite a few inquiries from people in farming uh, who are perhaps looking to uh, set up farm shops or um, manufactured products that they make as well, um, and even just if they want to change or to have a, 
a different business or move into a different area. The Seda Micro Business Scheme is specifically for new businesses in the first 18 months. Um, it's a really great scheme, offers some grant support, uh, but I think the most valuable part of that is the training which it receives and also the longer term mentoring that you get uh, for 18 months after while you're developing the business. I mean, just talking specifically about the Micro Business Grant, that's really beneficial for businesses starting up uh, because in addition to the training, which I think most uh, businesses, uh, particularly people who are new to business, find beneficial. Um, it can also offer up to £6,000 in uh, financial assistance. So that can be used towards equipment or it can just be used to help, uh, help towards living costs. Wow. And in addition to that, something that's quite new is that we can help towards the cost of getting an employee on board. So again, in the first couple of years, if they're expanding so much that they need an employee, they can have up to 20% of their net salary, up to £10,000, uh, just to help them get that boost and increase overall production. Uh, marquees and stalls on the Southern Showfield. Countryside here with Simon Clark and myself, Kiri Kermode. So we've already heard from Claire Christian, who stood third reserve with her magnificent Shire mare. We also caught up with second reserve, Vicky Sloan Masson. Vicky, a great achievement for you again today in the dairy section. Not only winning the dairy section itself, but having two in the last six in the Grand Parade. That is a massive achievement. Uh, yeah, well, the, the Asia champion was actually our son and daughter, Rianne and Alec, so... Yeah, I can't take the credit for that one. No. <laughs> but they are the future and this is really what gets them started, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, they've always fancied a coloured breed, so um, we said we'd buy them a little calf and we did and she turned out a cracker, so... It's yeah. always the way. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're a cow here today, the Holston winner, a homebred cow, I assume? Yeah, yeah, she's homebred. She's uh, due with a six, so she's had five calves. Um, she's been in that lineup many times. She's done really well for us. Brilliant. Yeah. And has she ever won it yet? Yeah, she won it two years ago here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she came second reserve as a heifer as well, so she's been in the lineup a few times. So very second nature, this uh, champion business. Yeah. But what now for her? She's due to carve in November, so hope for another heifer out of her and um, see what happens. So this girl now home for milking? Well, she's just been milked now, so she can go home and uh, go to bed. Oh, <laughs> like us. Yeah. <laughs> that was Vicky Sloan Masson, standing second reserve with a wonderful Holstein cow. And in first reserve position was the Creer family from Bologlony and Crosby with a Sheelan ram. Well, let's get in the sheep lines here and uh, one of the champions... First prize with the rosette here, Paula Creer, congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, which one has took the honours in the uh, sheep here. It's um, a shearling top that's homebred by a Camwell Ucracker top that was AI'd, artificially inseminated. He's taken the short wool sheep champion today. Yeah. Is that, is that an, a nice sort of proud moment when it's ones you've, you've bred entirely yourselves? Oh it? yeah, it's really good yeah. when it's one you've homebred. Yeah, it really makes it more exciting then. Yeah. And, and do you stick with the same sires most times or, or is a bit of variation in it? No, you tend to try to get new sires and you're always trying to improve and make the, you know get better sheep. So each year you're looking for new genetics to put with them to improve the breeding. Yeah. You'd never get a perfect one, would you? No, but you can always hope, can't you? <laughs> you can. Uh, yeah. What about, uh, obviously, there's only two weeks apart for the for the two big shows. I mean, if this one does well today, which obviously it has, I mean, is that the one you'll show at the the Royal, or can things change in a couple of weeks even? 
things can change, but he probably will be at the Royal. It's quite likely that he'll be out again. That was Paula Crea from Bologlony and Crosby. That took us to the winner of the Supreme Champion of the Southern District Agricultural Show 2018, and it went to a Limerson bull from the Kermode family in Orisdale, and I caught up with Tom Kermode straight after the decision was made. Well, Tom Kermode, uh, you've had a few minutes for it to sink in. Congratulations again, uh, Southern Show Champions. Yes, no, he's, uh, he's done all right today, Sam, and he's... Um, He's uh, he's earned his keep today. <laughs> yeah, it's been difficult conditions for for oh. the stock and and the and the handlers today. I think the handlers have come off worse <laughs> than the stock today. It's uh, no, it hasn't been ideal, but it's um, it's surprising. The farmers are good to stick in and stick at it, and uh, we've made a bit of a show of it. It's made the best of a bad job, I think. Yeah, well, tell us a bit about uh, the Southern Champion uh, Limerson Bull. He's uh, he's a homebred bull. Um, he, we use him on our, our own pedigree Limerson females. Uh, he's out of a homebred cow, which was he's sired by a bull we bought from Ireland a few years back. Um, he's, he's a good stamp of a limmy. He's cracking shape on him, which is what we want in this day and age with the with the carcasses. You got to get a good carcass on them. That's where the money is. So uh, that's that's where we try and aim to get our breeding to go go in that direction. So. He's, he's done us all right. Yeah, he's, he's all right. He's a nice beast. Yeah, well, he's certainly done you proud today. And it, it was a little bit nerve-wracking at the end. Henry Watson, the judge, he, he took a few runs up and down the back, uh, surveying before he tapped, on, uh, tapped him on the back. Yeah, Henry, Henry knows what he's looking for. He's, he's, he's a good eye on him, Henry has. And, uh, yeah, he made us sweat a little bit. He's, he picked four good good animals out, and it's... Uh, I don't envy his job, put it that way. He's, he, he did a good job today. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a, a good end to the day, though, isn't it, certainly, for you and your family? Yeah, fantastic. It's, it's, it's what it's all about, Simon. We, uh, we, we come to these shows not knowing what's going to happen. You go home empty-handed, and you dust yourself off and come back again, and, yeah, we've finally got it. <laughs> well, well done, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you. Well, supreme champion of the Southern District Agricultural Show for 2018, the Kermode family's Limerson Bull. And, uh, well, he didn't celebrate too hard. It was a wonderful victory and it really, uh, despite the weather, really great to see your family in particular, Kiri, really happy to come away with that, wasn't it? Oh, it was a real delight, Simon. The boys have put in a lot of work with the cattle this spring. It was a blooming hard winter and spring in general for all the farming community on the island. And to come away with an award like that, it does really give credit to everyone's hard work at home at the farm. So uh, well done to the boys. Yes, well done indeed. Well, before we left the show field, I caught up with the judge on the day, Henry Watterson, well-renowned in the beef and uh, the sheep industry over many years here on the Isle of Man. He was, of course, picked by this year's president of the Southern Show, uh, Rebecca Sinfield, and I caught up with him just after the prizes had been presented. Well, let's get a chat with the judge, Henry Watterson. Congratulations. I think uh, you had a tough job at the end and everyone's commending the 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 quality of the animals that you pulled forward uh, well yeah it was a tough job and um, uh, they're all champions of the classes anyway and uh, with being a beef and sheep man i probably tended towards that for the top two uh, but it was, vicky had a very nice cow uh, holstein cow and i had to pull the uh, heavy horse heavy horse up as well you know because it's quite a showy animal i thought you know not although i'm not much uh, 
today just causes that much, but yeah. it, it was a show. It was nice to do, but people like to see them then, and the effort that Claire's put in over the years to continue support on these events, isn't it? Oh yeah, she's she's breeding them very well, you yeah. know, a good stamp of horse, that, and uh, yeah. But, but when you talk about breeding them well, you talk about uh, the Kermode's Limerson Bull, you know, from the home of their own heifer, um, the, the Sheelan Ram from the Korea family again, from their yes. own stock, isn't it? Yes. That's yeah, nice yeah. to see. Yeah, I mean, they've been breeding for years and years, you know, and some years it, it clicks, you know, and you get good animals, and some other years you don't, you know, it's just one of those things. And you know, this year they've they had a very good, Korea's had a very good top, but I just felt the uh, bull showed himself a bit more of a showy, well built bull width on him right through from shoulders to the back end, and uh, yeah, couldn't find much wrong with him. Yeah, no, I probably I would like to have seen it a little bit bigger. But, you know, you can't get height and width <laughs> together sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, not for that too far. Anyway, it's been a, been a long old day for us, so uh, well done uh, today oh, for, thank you. for sticking out. And uh, I think uh, everyone's pretty happy walking away after watching that Grand Parade today. You, only, you, you make somebody, one person, happy anyway, won't you? Well, there we are, the judge on the day, and a pretty uh, popular choice I think he had at the end there, Henry Watterson from the south of the island. And uh, just one last person we spoke to, Kiri. We caught up with the owner of the Great Meadow Estate, Simon Riggle. Despite it being a wet day, I think everyone had a brilliant time. Simon Riggle, yes, another brilliant Southern District show. Even though it rained, there was still a great turnout of livestock. Great turnout of livestock, quite amazed actually, and... uh, just looking at the quality of them and just seeing how Henry Watson was judging them just now. Not only the bulls, but also looking across the sheep and everything else, it was really good. Considerable work done by all the committee and everybody and all the people who supported it, even though they haven't had much business today. It's great, this little Southern show. Thank you all for coming. Farmers have been desperate for rain, so I suppose it had to come at some point, but what a shame it was today. You yourself, you know, you've had crops in the ground this year as well. Has it been a struggle for farming? Well, of course, I think it's been extraordinarily hard for for a lot of farmers, and in particular in the east east of England. But here in the Isle of Man, we're going to be even more worried as it comes to bring in the cereal crops for the feeding the cattle and everything. We were combining the last three or four days and we stopped yesterday, but the biggest problem is going to be haylage, straw and everything else to feed the cattle and, and how are we going to do that? But, um, you know, on the one hand, one loves the good weather, Absolutely. But, but for feeding the, the animals, it's very difficult. That was Simon Riggle, the owner of the Great Meadow Estates. Yes, a very uh, successful show in lots of ways. Uh, Not so much the weather side of it, but, you know, it's potluck. There's nothing we can do about that. Two weeks' time, we'll be looking forward to the Royal Manx Agricultural Show as well. So I hope you've all enjoyed our look back at the Southern District Show. And we're back next Tuesday here on Max Radio with more from the countryside. So from me, Simon Clark. And me, Kerry Kermode. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.